Welcome to the Reversing Diabetes Podcast with Delane ND, the podcast for people looking to correct chronic illnesses such as diabetes through lifestyle change. I'm Dr. Delane Vaughn. As a physician, I see many patients who are ill because of lifestyle decisions such as food choices. Typically, diseases such as diabetes are managed with pills or injections. This approach creates a vicious, expensive, and unhealthy cycle of medication and then more medication to address the negative side effects. As a physician and a life coach, I work with clients to resolve their diseases, get off their medications, and live a naturally healthy life. If you don't like the healthcare system in America, I recommend you use less of it by being naturally healthy. So if you feel there has to be a better, more natural way to live a healthy life, you are in the right place. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. You are listening to the Reversing Diabetes with Delane MD podcast. This is an episode that has been pre-recorded. I'm not sure when it's going to get released. I usually tell you the episode number. I do that partly because I like to see where I'm at with the podcast, but I've recorded a bunch ahead of time, so I don't know when this is going to be released. So if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you understand that I frequently each month will do some kind of event to... uh, help women out there who want to reverse their diabetes. Sometimes, or some months, it is a five-day free um, session where there's a online portal component with educational material and there is weekly coaching or there's actually two, typically there's two meetings each week of coaching. I have also done webinars where I do three back-to-back webinars. I've been considering doing... um, just hour-long webinars where I just coach. I don't do any teaching. For those who have listened to the podcast for a while, you know I use a a tool called the Thought Model. That um, tool is sometimes hard to master, so I've thought about doing like an hour-long webinar where I help women with their thought models, the thoughts that they have put through this tool, figure out how to make this tool work for them, how to make their thought models really get the most uh, information for them. So all of that is on the table. I'm not sure when this is going to be released. So go to my website, delanemd.com. My freebies will be listed there. Um, You can go to, you can follow me on social media. Um, All the free sessions, free content that I have will be listed there as well. So you can follow me at delanemd on Instagram or delanemd on Facebook. Okay, so we are going to dig into pros and cons today to the idea of making decisions based on a list of pros and cons. I feel like this is a pretty common way that I see people making decisions or a strategy that I see people use to make decisions. People will use this to evaluate options and situations and then make a decision based on it. And I'm not going to say it's a bad way to evaluate a situation per se, but I do want to offer that we make decisions, that when we make decisions based 100% on a pros and cons list, we really create a lot of turmoil in our experience and in certain circumstances. So sometimes a pros and cons list is very straightforward. And in those situations, looking at a pros and cons list is probably not very helpful. And what I mean by that is the answer is so straightforward that it's easy to make the decision. You don't need to consider pros and cons. The decision is obvious. When we consider pros and cons in this situation, it's not impactful to the choice we're making because the answer is pretty clear. But certainly looking at pros and cons can be insightful or enlightening about the details that need to be accomplished or things that need to be done in the decision that you're making, the very obvious decision that you're making. 
sometimes there's a benefit to considering the pros and cons in that you can really investigate all the caveats of each option. However, the most meaningful choices and decisions that we make in our life, I do not feel are substantially impacted by pros and cons lists, right? So if you think about it, like your decision to go to college or your decision of what um, you want to study in college, your professional choices, your career choices, those decisions are not going to be clearly pointed out by pros and cons lists. Why? Because there's a hundred different ways to make a profession work or to earn a living in life. There's a hundred different ways to do this, right? You can be a lawyer, you can be a doctor, right? Like you can be a school teacher, you can be a nurse. There's a hundred different ways to go out and live your career or create a career that's meaningful and um, fulfills your purpose in life. So looking at pros and cons lists in those situations is not usually going to give you a overwhelming pro and an you know, uh, a very short list of cons. It's very unlikely you're going to get that list in a lot of these situations. Same things with, you know, having children, right? Like there's a hundred reasons to have children. There's a hundred really good reasons not to have children, right? You're not going to get a very clear, yes, you should have children no, or no, you should not have children from considering a pros and cons list. Marriage is the same way. There's a million good reasons to get married. There's a million good reasons not to get married. How we care for our aging parents, our elderly parents, same thing. This nursing home versus that nursing home. The ones that are clearly bad nursing homes, you don't need to make pros and cons lists. You know they're bad nursing homes. You're not putting your or your parents into that situation, right? But the ones that you're really torn about, having a pros and cons list, that those lists are going to be so very close, meaning there's going to be as many pros as there are cons to making that decision, that the list is no longer helpful. I would offer that this is true about getting a dog. This is true about buying a car. This is true about buying a house. There are always going to be a very similar amount within one or two pros versus cons for why you might make a certain decision. So what we end up doing is we look at the pros and cons and when they're roughly equal, we end up placing a higher emphasis or weight on the option we really just like best. It's the thing we really just want. And then you know what we do? We just take a gamble. We just take a risk. Recognizing gambling is taking a risky action in the hope of a desired result. This decision to take a gamble on our desired result is based on just what we want. We gamble on what we actually want, on that desired result, on the result that we want. When we try to make our pros and cons list accommodate the thing that we actually want, we actually spend a lot of time reevaluating and reconsidering. And a lot of times we do this, we almost stay stuck spinning and almost ruminating on this pros and cons list. We do this because we really want to make sure we're getting the choice right. We want to do the right thing. And this is where we waste our time. <laughs> when we want our pros and cons list to provide evidence that we are making the correct choice, we are wasting our time. This is where focusing on a pros and cons list is not helpful and keeps us stuck.
And the situation where we have a want that does not match, God forbid, and it doesn't match the pros and cons list, right? That's where we really keep stuck in a cycle, wanting something, wanting a certain outcome, you know, that desired result, but focusing on the pros and cons list and then coming to a decision that's not aligned with our wants, right? The pros and cons list says this decision is better than that decision, but what I really want is that decision, not this decision. So an example of this is like when we're looking at purchasing a car. So I'm going to compare an Audi and a VW. If you don't like Audis and VWs, then this may not be a very meaningful example, but for the girl who's had two, maybe three VWs in my lifetime and has always wanted an Audi, like this is a great example. So knowing, what I know is that Audi is a subsidiary company to VW, to Volkswagen. Volkswagen owns Audi. And what this means is that most of the Audi and the VW parts are all the same. The chassis are pretty much the same. The parts are pretty much the same. They're pretty much the same car. And clearly, if you look at a pros and cons list, the VW is a substantially less expensive car, making it the better option, right? Like if you weigh out the pros and the cons, that's going to be the better option. So I've had a lot of VWs. I love my VWs. I love them so much, but mama really wants an Audi. I'm not going to lie. I really would love to have an Audi. I will tell you, I've never gone and sat in an Audi. I've never actually gone and test drive driven an Audi. And the reason that that is, is because I know I just want it. (laughs) I would just want it. And then I would look at this pros and cons list, right? And I would stay stuck because I know they're the same car. But what I've heard is that the Audi actually feels better. When you sit in it, the comfort is substantially higher in an Audi than it is in a VW. So then I'd be stuck looking at how much monetary value am I willing to put on the way something feels, on a feeling I experience. And then I would come back around, but... I'd look at the pros and cons list, but this is the same car and it's a better price, blah, 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 but this is what I want. What I want to offer is that when we make decisions based on what we just want, that we find a way to make it work. This is why I've never went and sat or test driven an Audi, because I would find a way to just make it work. And what I want to offer to you is this is the best thing ever. We do this with relationships, with our, with the decision to have children, with our decision for college, with our kids' decision for college, with the decisions that we make about houses and the decisions we make about cars. We figure out what we want and we make it work. It is the most empowering thing ever. So what if you just do what you want? I would get the Audi and I'd just make it work. What if we did this with every decision in our life? What if we just gave ourselves permission to want what we want in life and to do what was necessary to make it work? So I see women use this pros and cons list all the time with their health. They make a pros and cons list regarding fixing their diabetes. I should fix my diabetes for all of these reasons. And then they make a cons list about why they wouldn't. And usually it's something along the lines, it's so hard. It's so challenging. I'm never going to be able to eat the things I want. And their pros list looks like, oh, I'm not going to die early. I'm going to feel better. I'm going to be healthy. All these things, right? 
Then they try to coerce themselves into a certain decision because they think it's the right decision. They want to do it correctly, right? They never actually consider what they want. A lot of times they don't consider just what they want because they believe if they do, they're going to tell themselves they just want to eat funnel cakes all day long. I have yet to find the woman out there who really just wants to eat funnel cakes all day long, even when given permission to do so. So what if we just allow ourselves to make the decisions, easy or hard, whatever they are, whatever those decisions are that are required to have what we really, truly just want in life? What if we give ourselves permission to just take what we want out of life? No need to look at or look at a pros and cons list or confuse ourselves with the pros and cons list. In the end, that is what we do with all of the important things in life. We do not look at the pros and cons list. We just decide what we want and we make it work. I didn't go to med school because I looked at a pros and cons list that looked like hundreds of thousands of dollars in student loans. <laughs> and it was somehow favorable to not going. That's not why I went to med school. We don't get married. We don't have children based on pros and cons lists. We don't buy houses based on pros and cons lists. And we don't buy cars based on pros and cons lists. I would dare to say that these are some of the most, these decisions that we make that are not based on pros and cons lists are some of the most important decisions we will ever make as human beings. They are definitely some of the most resource-dependent, resource-requiring, i.e. financial requirements. They are some of the highest financial requirement decisions we make, and they are not based on a pros or cons list. We make them based on what we want to do. So what if we just give ourselves permission to do what we want for our health? And then we just found the way to make it work. My mom, she called this rising to the occasion. You just rise to the occasion. Whatever shows up in your path, you just rise to the occasion and you get it done. So what if we gave ourselves permission to take what we want for our health and then we just rise to the occasion to make it happen? This is the most amazing work out there. This is the most meaningful work out here. This is what I help women do in my six-month program to reverse their type 2 diabetes. This is the meaningful work. If you wait till a pros or cons list is so overwhelmingly one way or another to take care of your health, you're never going to get it done. What if you just rise to the occasion? That's where coaching comes in. You don't need somebody to tell you what to eat to fix your type 2 diabetes. You know that. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows what food's getting them into trouble. At least they know 75 to 80% of the foods that are getting them into trouble. That's not the question at hand. How do you rise to the occasion to get what you want out of life? That's where coaching comes in. If that's something you're interested in, send me an email, delane at delanemd.com. I'll get you set up for a consult. Those are free. We'll figure out how my program will help you get the results you want in your health and how to get started. I hope this has been helpful. I will be back next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe and share with your friends and family. Also leave me a review. If you want to resolve your diabetes naturally without any pills or injections, I can help you. Visit DelaneMD.com for more information. Click on the work with me tab, send me a message, and we can set up a mini coaching session. You guys have a great week. I'll talk to you soon.